It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. So glad you guys are joining us today because Olivia's sitting in again. Olivia, this is getting to be a pattern, having you sitting in here with me. I I love this. I am honored to join you. (laughs) Now, you know my thing is flying, so I think today is a great day to share with our listeners some tips for flying. So I'm glad they're listening in because we actually have an expert who's going to tell us a little bit about some of the challenges that we face all of the time when we're flying. You know, the whole thing with flights being oversold. I remember when I was with Pan Am, it seems like the flights were emptier. But maybe that was a good thing, actually, because I was working at that time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that was a good thing. But nowadays, it seems like they're always oversold, and it seems as though we're always trying to make sure that we're on time. So it's just all of these things that seem to be working for the airlines, but not necessarily working for the passengers. So we have with us today Rod Rakick. And he is an FAA commercial rated pilot, and he volunteers for the Civil Air Patrol. And he's also um, part of a team that is behind something called Fly Auto. So we have to ask him what that is. But the main thing that I like is that he has some answers to some really great questions. So, Rod, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. And you're absolutely right. You know, NASA tells us that we've actually slowed down. It's now 20% slower to fly from point to point in the United States than it was in 1980. So it's not your imagination. <laughs> but does that mean we get more miles when we're doing that or no? Yeah, no. In fact, <laughs> even miles isn't the way that you even get status anymore. You know, the, the, the airlines have all changed the way that you acquire miles from uh, flying segments and miles to really how much you do spend. So they're really rewarding uh, travelers now based on uh, how much they spend with the airline, not how many segments or how many miles they fly. So that's really changed the game for how to, you know, accrue uh, status with uh, scheduled airlines. It's really uh, made it so that the best way to get miles these days isn't to fly to get a really good credit card well yeah the credit cards really help and you should know because you've been flying airplanes since you were 16 years old so you have have really put in a lot of hours and miles. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, you know, a lot of my, my flying is private, but, you know, also obviously starting a business and starting a startup means that, you know, you're flying commercial a lot. So tell me then, what about some of these uh, air travel mysteries? At least they seem to be mysteries to us. I'm sure the airlines know what go on, what's going on, but they can be a little bit aggravating to the passengers. So it make us a little stressful. So tell us how we can maybe work around those things. Well, the first thing I would recommend is pick a better airport. So if you're flying commercial, uh, if you want to really avoid a lot of the the stress and the hassle of big hub airports, uh, fly at a smaller airport, you're going to be competing with fewer people for parking, fewer people in line to get through the TSA. I always tell people that if you, if you have a choice of you know flying at a Flint instead of you know picking Detroit Metro Airport, you're going to have an easier time of it. Uh, the the secret that I want to share with your listeners is that there are only about 300 airports in the United States that you can even buy an airline ticket to that have commercial scheduled service. Well, that that sounds pretty good, but what why is status on airlines so hard to achieve, though? Well, so the airlines are trying to, you know, really optimize their revenue. 
And it's become so competitive that the margins have really been squeezed out of commercial uh, air travel. If you if you look at how we've gotten slower and why it's gotten more crowded on the airplanes, and especially if you're flying to airports that aren't at a hub, it, it, the, the experience gets very ter- you know terrible. The airlines got the idea from FedEx. So it, they got the idea of creating a hub-and-spoke system for moving people around based on on this concept of moving packages around, which means that if, you, if you're a person, not a package, you know, the experience got worse and worse and worse. So they're really desperate to create loyalty through, you know, all these different levels and shades of, of you know, gold versus platinum versus carbon versus whatever, you know, tin, you know, uh, because you're, you're really trying to get uh, more loyalty out of the same product for the most part. So, so they've really changed the way that loyalty programs programs work in that they're not uh, giving people uh, status based on how much how many miles they fly anymore it's how much do they spend and 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 they're really optimizing for the the person who books a flight on short notice between you know city pairs that aren't necessarily well served so the experience gets worse but the price also goes up uh, because of this hub and spoke system where we're trying to jam uh, all the air traffic through only about 70 hub air Airports across the U.S., so there's more congestion than ever before because of that, and so the experience keeps getting worse. And the only way they can they, they can drive loyalty is to is to try to entice you with these kinds of points programs. Can we make up any time in the air? Because even when I was a flight attendant, I always kind of wondered about that. Can you guys speed up the planes and get us there faster? The airlines are scheduling the aircraft based on these times where everyone tries to get to the airport at the same time. It's called a push. And during these push times, the airlines are trying to get all their 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 flights to land about the same time, and then uh, and that gives then people time to to make a connecting flight at that airport to, to then to their actual destination. Uh, and because of the congestion during these pushes, air traffic control is trying to get all these airlines and, and more airliners than ever before to the same piece of pavement at the same time. They kind of line them up and and route them uh, not on a direct route, but on Kind of you know uh, kind of a secure uh, route to kind of line them up in what we call the conga line, uh, you know, as they feed into the into the airport. Well, that means that they're not flying a direct route, and, and air and pilots, if they're if they're running behind, if they ventilate, can sometimes make up a little bit of time by asking for uh, ATC for a shortcut. They can actually ask for a, you know a, a slightly better routing sometimes, and sometimes uh, traffic conditions allow for that, especially if there's an bad weather. Um, so it's not that that they're necessarily always trying to fly faster, but sometimes they can ask ATC for better routing because the routing that they're they're starting their day with isn't optimized for them getting to the airport as fast as they can. It's optimized for them uh, to be able to fit in as many aircraft as possible to the same airport. And that's what's you know causing this congestion. Tell us a little bit about what Fly Auto is. Well, like I said, there there are only about 300 airports you can buy an airline ticket to, but over 5,000 public-use airports available to all of us. Now, the only way that people used to be able to get access to private aviation was either through ownership, they go buy a jet, or through membership. There are a lot of programs like that. Fly Auto matches 
travelers to pilot planes on demand. And there's no membership fee, and there's nothing to download. It works great if you go to flyauto.com, F-L-Y-O-T-T-O.com, on any device, smartphone, tablet, or desktop computer. And what we're doing is we're asking you, where would you like to be picked up? Where would you like to go? And in real time, giving you uh, access to a network of piston and turboprop aircraft across the country, which means that you're going to be able to travel at a fraction of the cost of what you'd typically think about when you you know book a private jet, because these piston and turboprop aircraft are a lot less expensive to operate. So then we can uh, and and bring people directly to where they want to go. So Chicago to Traverse City, or say um, San Francisco uh, right to Tahoe. Or my favorite example of this is you know Tampa to Tallahassee. Well, there's no direct air service from Tampa to Tallahassee. It's a terrible drive. Uh, you would you would have to change planes in Atlanta, which is kind of bonkers. Yeah. But we can do that trip for like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, and so anytime there's a there's a city pair like you know Miami to to Key West or uh, for instance Las Vegas uh, to Palm Springs, you know California that don't have direct airline service or infrequent airline service that you know we can actually be competitive flying private on your own schedule, um, booking the entire plane uh, via our platform, and on a per seat basis it could be actually less expensive than a first class ticket on a re- on a regional airline. Well, I like that. Plus. Sounds really fancy, too. You can say, I was flying private. But, Rod, thank you so much. We love this idea of Fly Auto. And I think the listeners will, too. So we'll definitely ask them to go and take a look at your website. So thanks so much for coming on and sharing some of your expertise and telling us about Fly Auto. Thanks, Kennedy. Have a great day. All right. Thank you, too. Now, you guys stay put because when we come back, we're going to go to the quarter miles. Guess what state we have coming up? You're listening to Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. Brought to you by the Sapelo Island Bird Houses down on beautiful Sapelo Island, Georgia. We'll be right back. I wish that I could fly into the sky. 